feeling stressed out from work and or life responsibilities? Have you tried meditation to reduce that stress? When today's episode, we're going to be talking all about meditation. This episode is brought to you by Distance to Empty, a new psychological experience from writer, director, actor, producer, Stefan Mariner. We're right at the end of finishing the trailer, so I'll keep you up to date. Previously on Howard's Blend, food, transportation, utilities, and books. Now, I could go on for hours about the bullshit and outright robbery that is the cost of college textbooks. The goal of this show is to provide ways that I have and I'm currently using to improve my life spiritually, mentally, and physically, and that I know can help you too. Episode 7. Meditate on this. Meditation has become very popular. This has been spurred on in part by celebrities touting their meditation rituals as part of their morning routines. Now, we'll be discussing morning routines in a future episode. I also think that part of meditation's popularity is due to people desperately looking for relief from the pressures of everyday life. It seems that meditation has been publicized as a cure for everything from depression to bad breath. And I know from personal experience that meditation does reduce stress and anxiety, which can alleviate depression. And this effect can cross over to our physical body, for example, lowering blood pressure and improving sleep. But what I didn't understand, and I think that this is true for a lot of other people, is that meditation is not a cure for a life that's chock full of negative stress. Repeating a mantra like, I love my job, I love my job, when you fucking hate your job, isn't going to solve shit. The root of the problem needs to be found and resolved. Getting a new job, starting your own business, whatever. Now, when the downs of life arrive, and they inevitably will, meditation can be used to help get you through those valleys. I use meditation to help me with anxiety to improve my grades back in junior high school. Now, I talked about my crappy grades in episode 6, which is called College is How Much? You should check that episode out. Now, the meditation started as hypnosis. My cousin is a hypnotherapist. Now, I'm not sure if she still practices, but if you're in the Dallas, Texas area and you're interested, shoot me an email. My email is in the show's description. I'll reach out and see if she's still available. But using her techniques, I learned to calm my nerves through self-hypnosis. But just like working out for meditation slash hypnosis to work, you need to do it consistently. The more consistent you are, the higher the chance that it becomes part of your daily habits. Just like it was a daily practice for me back in junior high school through high school. And after high school, the meditation slash hypnosis that I used to improve my grades transitioned to the meditation slash hypnosis that I used to prep myself for a workout. And this is because, as I've stated previously, I had no direction in my life. And I felt that working out, going to lift weights, was the only thing I knew I really wanted to do. And that habit of meditating while working out, I still do today. If you were to see me at the gym now, right before a set, you'll see me with my eyes closed. I'm actually visualizing myself doing the set, and I'm breathing deeply. 
I'm breathing into my gut, not the short, like that, the short breath that causes you to take in less oxygen. There's not as much oxygen to go to your brain. And the deep breaths through the gut help me to enhance the mind-muscle connection to get a better set, better workout. Now, over the years, since I stopped the meditation to help improve my grades and transitioned to using it during my workouts, I'd wonder if I considered my workout and the connection from my mind to my muscles, bones, nerves, etc. during the workout more important than other aspects of my life, family, my profession, and more recently, my wife and this podcast, that it warrants meditation. I thought I was giving attention to my workouts over my wife and this show. But over time, I realized that it's all perspective. My perspective was all wrong. My wife is my main priority. And I'd meditate multiple times a day to help improve our relationship. For example, better communication. And I do this by telling myself with the positive voice, which we talked about in episode four, called Resist the Urge, that I needed to be more patient and that I needed to listen better. Another example is deep breathing. And I would use this when my wife gets on my nerves. Well, I mean when I upset her and then she gets mad at me. And regarding this podcast, I would take walks to help me mentally draft what I want to talk about on the episodes. But I only work out a few times a week, so it's just a numbers game. I'm meditating every day regarding my wife and the podcast and a few times a week for the workout. But telling myself with a positive voice to listen more to my wife and to be patient you know, those little deep breathing exercises when there's like an argument to taking walks to mentally help me form the show. Those are all forms of meditation, just not ones that we're used to in terms of how meditation is publicized. This actually reminds me of the video of Ronnie Coleman squatting 800 pounds at the Metroflex gym in Arlington. Oh man, the video has got to be maybe... 19 years old, or it's like early 2000s, I believe. But those of you who are bodybuilding fans know who Ronnie Coleman is. Those of you who are not, he was the eight-time Mr. Olympia, which is, Mr. Olympia is like the championship of bodybuilding, the world championship. But uh, the videos that I've seen, it's been a while, but they're like five minutes long, and he has this whole like routine. He's sitting down, and he's putting on his knee wraps, listening to Dr. Dre or Ice Cube, I forgot. But I remember he's putting on the chalk on his hands. And during this preparation time, all the way to where he's got the weight on his back, to where he starts squatting, he's yelling things like, lightweight and yeah, buddy. And he ends up doing two solid reps. Probably could have done at least another one. But to me, that's a form of meditation. He's preparing himself for the lift. Another common phrase is athletes bringing their A-game. Another one that's popular is getting in the zone. Now, I can only speak for myself, but I assume it's the same for Mr. Coleman and other athletes. But when I do visualization in my breathing techniques during the workouts, that I'm blocking everything else out. I'm leaving no room for doubt. There's no way that I'm not going to lift that weight. 
And I have a habit of staring at where the wall meets the floor, where it creates that 90 degree angle. And recently, I've been listening to interviews of people that have overcome challenges while I work out. And with Mr. Coleman, he needed like the rap music, the hip hop type music in order to get himself pumped up where I don't need that. So everybody is different in terms of what they use and what they prefer. But everything I've listed, visualization, the deep breathing, staring at that 90 degree angle where the wall meets the floor, recently listening to the interviews, it all prepares me to lift the weight. It's just me and the weights. And my goal is to feel the muscles contracting and focus on using my muscles and not momentum to lift the weight. Now, I'm not kidding when I say this, but if a sexy woman were to walk by me right when I'm getting ready to lift a weight, I won't pay her any attention. Now, after I complete the set, then I'll take a look. Now, a couple of sentences ago, I used the word focus. Meditation and focus go hand in hand. Focus is the goal. Working on a project, getting a PR in the gym, practicing the transition between the G major chord and the C major chord on a guitar. All examples from my life. Focus is the concentration that it takes to work and eventually accomplish the goals. Meditation is a technique to help you focus. Now, going back to when I was talking about perspective and including perception, when you ask some people about meditation, the image they have in mind is of a guru sitting on the ground, lotus position, going, um, um, for hours and birds landing on them and deers eating out of their hands and shit, one with nature. Now, I'm being sarcastic, but I did have a somewhat similar view of meditation. I thought I had to be sitting in a chair or actually in the lotus position or even lying down with the nature sounds and funky music, clearing my mind of all thoughts to be considered meditating. Sure, I mean, there's, I guess, recommended ways to meditate, but everybody marches to the beat of their own drum. I know I was being too hard on myself. After high school, I found it hard to lie down, close my eyes, and stay completely still. So I figured, fuck it, I'll give up. And that was just bullshit. The focus of this episode is to find the meditation technique that works for you. Meditation is one tool that is used to work towards and maintain a healthy lifestyle. I know that now, lying down for 30 minutes, trying not to think about anything, is not for me. That's not my style of meditation. And it seemed that the harder I tried not to think about anything, the harder the meditation got. Now, whether you want to start meditating, have recently started meditating, or have been meditating for a long time, there's one factor that I know, in my case, is vital. Without it, it doesn't matter how much self-hypnosis or meditating I do. All of that won't work. And that is belief. Believing in myself. Just like visualizing myself before a set, me actually doing the set. In other words, 
I'm believing that I can do it. I had to believe that I could have a closer relationship with my queen and an improved podcast with every episode. So if you don't believe that you can do it, then it doesn't matter how much meditation, hypnosis, visualization, mantras, whatever you do. You have to believe it to work. And with that said, it doesn't matter if a guru tells you you have to meditate while doing a handstand, that's the proper way to do it, or you take the initiative and lie down or sit down for 30 minutes and just focus on nothing. As long as you believe that you're going to achieve the desired outcome, it'll eventually work. We all need to learn how to get out of our own heads sometimes. We can become so dogmatic that we don't think creatively and we fail to notice the seemingly insignificant actions that can propel us forward. Well, folks, that does it for this week's episode of Howard's Blend. Whether you enjoyed the show or you fucking hated the show, leave the appropriate review and rating on Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify, so you can find me there. Look in the show's description for where you can find me on social media. Also in the description is my email address in case you have questions or you want information on my cousin who's the hypnotherapist, I'll be happy to provide that to you. Now, if you enjoyed the show and you did find value in it, please tell a friend. I love the word of mouth advertising. Thanks again for listening. Now go meditate.